Ghost Tales with Charlie May, connecting you to a world with the otherworldly. Discover the fables firsthand as you carefully listen to the events centered around the investigations into the paranormal world. Join in on the incredulous and inconceivable narratives of entities, ghosts, and aberrations. Get drawn into the authentic parables and power held by the spirits of the metaphysical realm. Welcome to Ghost Tales. Welcome to Ghost Tales. I'm your host, Charlie May. I got with me Margot tonight. She is one of my besties. She believes everything I do. She believes in spirits, ghosts, aliens. All the things. All the things. Welcome, girl. Thank you. Tell me what made you realize some shit is out there. Because there's some shit out there. Oh, there's so much shit out there. What What made you realize? I've, I have been on your spiritual journey. We've been there, done that. What finally got you on it? Well, I've, I've always known, even growing up, I would see things. And then, um, like most of you listening, we are told, yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So we shut it down. Then I was a few months into my spiritual journey. Had just gotten back from Tucson, Arizona. The energy out there, I mean, it activates you. There's something about it. You know, it's not a myth. I get home and I'm washing my face. I had thrown a towel up over um, this mirror and it it missed and it fell on the ground. And I'm like, ah, fuck, you know, I got to bend over and pick that up now. Well, I'm, as I'm washing my face out of the corner of my eye, this towel comes up off the ground and hangs back over the mirror. I was terrified. I, I mean, I can't make that up. Like I saw it. I was completely sober. It was the middle of the day. There was no explanation as to why that happened. And it scared the hell out of me. Um, so that really kicked it off. And then from there, things just, the more relaxed I got, I feel like the more I'm able to see. Um, but, whew, there's so many things out there. I, I do want people to know that, as my listeners already know, I do I do dip into ghosts. I go ghost hunting. I do paranormal investigations, the good, the bad. Margo does not. Margo does not dip into anything that could cause negative energy within her. I've tried to get her to go ghost hunting with me. She ain't. She's not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Nope. Tell them why. So as a medium, as an intuitive, I am a very open channel. So I'm very sensitive to um, a lot of different energies. And think about it as like turning on a flashlight in the dark. Everything is attracted to that. And... Um, I just, it takes so much energy to really create a container that blocks out that negative energy. And I just can't, like, they just want to attach. Um, And it's just not something that I'm comfortable with. So I am very much familiar with the darker side. I don't deny that. Um, You know, I think it's important to know that, you know, with the light, there's also the dark, the duality. You've had experience with the dark. Oh, yes. A lot of times people don't realize that alcohol is actually a spirit. It's called the spirit of alcohol. Um, we call them spirits. If you take a good hard look at all the liquor bottles, oh, yes, there are demonic entities on all of them. Growing up, drank a lot, and um, you know, for a while there before my spiritual awakening, I was using alcohol to numb quite a bit. You really are just numbing out of your body, and whatever wants to come in and and take that space while you're not there can be in these situations where you know you black out or whatever happens and you're so embarrassed to hear about what happened the next day or you've got that pit in your stomach like oh what did I do the people around you can see what is coming through and that's a very scary thing so 
I mean, that has been something that has scared me. And then, well, that does it. You experienced it at your house. Yes. So I moved back above my dad's machine shop. So I'm on their property or was on their property. There is an entity that is in that grid that feeds off the energy of people on that grid when they're under the influence of alcohol or, or smoking, um, anything where they're just not in their body, this thing, it reminds, if you've ever seen Fern Gully, it's like that sludge monster. That's what it looks like. This sludgy, toxic entity. And when I started really waking up, that thing got really revved up and it would move things. It would scare my dog. It would, the energy was so overwhelming that, I mean, I just get lit up. Um, and it would really scare me to death. It doesn't have that same power anymore. Um, when I'm there or when I was there towards the end, I kind of, I was in my own power enough to be like, you can't mess with me. And it I was, remember you moved oh, out. Yeah. You said, I'm not staying up there anymore. Well, before I moved out, I got a hold of the energy and was just like, you can't mess with me anymore. So there at the end of it, it really didn't. It was kind of like, okay, I see you. I can't fuck with you anymore. Yeah. And I, it would all, almost become like a game. Like, let's see you try now. And it, then it became kind of like a mutual respect. I'm like, you can do what you need to do because clearly I can't remove you from this grid. But you're done messing with me. So I was able to walk out with my head high. But there, there for go. a while, I would not stay up there. Y'all, I remember. Oh, you'd call my ass. I ain't going up there, girl. You can. Oh, I would have went up there. They can. I love them. Mm. You're like, no. This thing. Hell no. This thing was. I, I do tell people, because a lot of people want to know, how can I, how do I know they're around? How do I look for them? How do I find them? You calm your mind and you listen and you pay attention to the subtleties that surround you. What advice do you give people to help them find spirits and, and the aliens and and things around them to, to let them know that they're there? Um, I think it really starts with they've got to know who they are. And like you said, they've got to be able to turn inward. They've got to be able to quiet their mind. And they have to be aware of the intention behind what they're doing. Because true. That is true there. You can pull in some pretty wicked stuff. And the majority of people aren't ready to handle that. And then you got attachments. you got all sorts of things that you get to unwind. But, um, you know, if you're interested in doing it, Start working with different divinities. You know, do you like tarot cards? Do you like astrology? Do you like ruins? Do you, you know, are you into sound healing? Like crystals. Crystals. What calls to you? What speaks to you? And that is really going to be um, a channel that you can start diving into. But I will say, learning how to set an appropriate container so you, can, it. So you can protect yourself. That's, that's huge. That needs to be number one, like foundational piece of learning how to. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. With the energies. I don't mess with any energy that is any lower than fifth dimension. My spirits live in at least 12. I have very strong spirit angel spirit guides, but I do dip into the paranormal. Um, I do set my container. I've been scratched. They let me know they're there. I've never had one attached to me because I know they won't because my spirit guides mm -hmm. won't let them. Yep. It's too strong. They can't. Mm -hmm. They set that little boundary in the container yep. for me. It's not going to happen. Lit up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, every day I get up at 6 to watch my spirits. Mm -hmm. I watch them from 6 to 7, 30 cameras all night, and they bring me joy. But you, you cannot allow an entity that you don't want in your life to be in your life mm -hmm. because they will end up ruining your life. They take over. They take over your home, 
And you're going to know. I don't think people realize you're going to know when you have some shit because they're going to burn your house down. Tell me about your experience with the aliens. So it started. I have always been so afraid before um, all growing up. Like I had this and I never shared this with people, but I had this fear that I would be abducted. Like I was like scared that I would be abducted. So I feel like they were already around then and I just didn't really realize. Um, but the big turning point, this was, again, kind of the beginning of my spiritual awakening. I was laying in bed and I wasn't asleep. I was like in that twilight zone. And all of a sudden I um, start to see all of these visions, like these fl- like flashcards that are coming up with all these situations relating to like society, things that have happened. Um like the truths of them. Like there was stuff about 9-11. There was stuff, like all these things like flipping through. And I was like, oh, I knew. I knew shit was like. And then it just went like black. And I like come to and I'm like, what was that? What was that? It was like all the universal truths that are actually true behind this matrix. Then, so there were two in my room, one by the bathroom, one by the bookshelf. And then there was a third outside the window. And my immediate reaction, I just start praying like, Oh my God, please be here. Please protect me. What are they doing? Because we're so programmed to like fear these, these, they don't like to be called aliens. They like to be called um, intergalactic beings or interdimensional beings because the word alien is just different than us. And like, you gotta be shitting me if you think we're the only thing. Thank you. Thank you. Like, come on. I was just so terrified. Like paralyzed almost just praying. I just remember, please leave. Just please get out of here. And then they did. And um, then I had a session with my mentor and I was like, what is this? And she's like, you have some very strong galactic ties. Those were your Syrians. And they've been like trying to connect with you. And I'm like, they can't come back. If it's dark outside, they can't come back. They're not welcome. I'm not ready for that. We got to have our meetings in the daytime. Like I got to feel safe. So I set some pretty hard boundaries with them. And so... From there, then I would have two that would stand outside my office door every day. I remember. Stand out there. I remember. Really tall, really dark. And they didn't come at night. And then I started having experiences with ships. Like they, I was in the yard and I like looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, because it's such an energetic. It's like, woom, woom, woom. you can feel it. And I was like, whoa, they're there. And I'm like, I'm going to need you to come back over by the pool because I was actually out of my parents' house. Um and I'm like, they can't be, this is before my parents really knew everything that was happening. And I'm like, I can't be looking up in the sky in the middle of the yard and then look out here. Can't give them any more ammo for this. You know, she's nuts. So I'm like, come over to the pool because I could sit. I had, like, I sat outside a lot when I was really going through my awakening process. Every night I would go out there and I would like read different books and I would just sit in the nature. And like, that was my... I really think that was like my integration time. Like it was just huge for me. And that ship came over there again. And I'm like, it, this is it. And then I started being able to like call them in and ask questions. And like, I feel them around and it's incredible. I'm not afraid anymore. Um, I'm actually very aware of not just my Syrians, but all of the intergalactic beings that we've got some really great ones and we've got some really, uh, Raunchy ones. Yes, of course we do. A lot did. of them that are in the government right well, now. And a lot. The reptilians. Yeah. The thing is, people don't realize they're walking around amongst us. Oh, amongst us all the time. All the time. When one walks past, can you tell? Yes, because there's not a soul 
there's not like a soul walking dead it's, zombie yeah it, you can't feel that energetic of like the soul like we're used to like seeing it's a much different energy or there's the sleepers that are walking the sleepers. around that are, that are those are i wouldn't say those are aliens though those are just what like are they? almost like bots because they're like a human body but they're running on programming like think of the people that you know that get up every day they go to work they come home they eat the same food they relive the same trauma everything's always the same they never change it's like taking up space yeah you, how many of those people do you have in your life i don't have any in my circle that you I, know though oh i know a few and if people knew your wife a show. <laughs> your wife <laughs> There ain't nothing in there. Yeah. Nothing. Nada. We can't say that to people. No, of course not. You're not scared, though. I'm not scared. No. Like, I want them to come get me. Man, I wear shirts that say, please come get me. Please. I I am welcoming what they're bringing to light in our world, what they're doing. I'm ready for them to make some big shifts so we can be free. Because we're really, as a society, as humanity, um, we're slaves right now to the inner workings of what this really negative uh, interdimensional group that is running our world right now in all aspects, not just the United States, but they're, they're all over and it's, it's brainwashing. It's yeah. It's meant to keep us disconnected from our power. Yeah. I don't think people realize how much power they have. No, not at all. Within that is universal. People do not look outside the box and you've seen me, my energy, your energy, to just allow people one little look into outside of the box on what really is out there. Instead of being stuck in this 3D world, they don't want to look on the outside. They don't. And a lot of them, because when they do, then they have to start looking at some of those traumas, some of those things that they need to work on that have to be felt and released and worked through to be able to connect with their inner selves. And most people just don't want to do that. It scares her. They're like, I'm fine. I have all the things that I need to numb, and I'm good with where I'm at. But some of those souls didn't come. Not every soul that's here is came to wake up in this lifetime. People have to make their own decisions, just like with addicts. Like It has to be their decision to change. Like You can't open any doors for them that they don't want to open. It's the same thing with connecting on the spiritual journey. Like People have to want to do it. It has to be a part of their why they're here. So let me ask you this, because this is pretty deep. You're telling me, in your opinion, that you don't think when people see our energy, we can't make them change. But if they see our energy, does it spark something to give them an idea? Oh my gosh, I'm living wrong. Why can't I have that energy? That's a great question. When we start doing healing on ourselves, the people that are around us, it automatically does affect their vibration. It brings it, we bring them up. Has to. It has to. But then they, that's when we start triggering people too, because then they do get to look at things that they can start working on to change. Sometimes that pushes people away. Sometimes it helps people start their journey. Exactly. It's just whatever they're ready for. I mean, last night, yeah, meeting this random man, going into having you know a couple drinks with him. Like I told you, I saw a soul before. I'm like, of course, yeah. But his his words they weren't matching that soul. And then when you know we met. And we start talking, I could see he was so ready to start down this other path. And I call myself an activator. You're very much an activator. And if people are ready, we activate the fuck out of them. I mean, I I've had tell several people what happens. Yeah. This guy walks into us and we're together. Our energy is so strong, man. It blows the whole fucking place apart. He goes, 
Man, I, I don't know why, but I feel so comfortable. I just want to do everything. You make me feel so comfortable that I feel like a different person. Do you remember that? I do. And it makes them think outside the box to think differently. It does because they feel comfortable, comfortable. and they're they're able. They can to, be them yes. their real selves. Yeah, that inner who they are is wanting to come out, and like with their other friend groups or situations, they may not be able to be themselves. And so when they can bring that through, yeah. And you changed this guy's life in like thirty minutes. Yeah, he changed his whole life, man. I mean, he started. He made the first, He made the decision. And he really had clarity around all of these things that have been happening over the last few weeks. And I'm so excited to hear about his journey and what yeah. ends up happening. It is amazing. The energy that you that people put off is seen by others. When you have that strong energy, people will match it and even vibrate to that same energy. So I just want people to know, don't ever stop giving off that positive energy. It does affect everyone and everything around you. Yeah, don't ever dim your light. Don't dim it. Don't dim it. And I know, you know, we're all guilty of it from time to time because we, when you start shining brighter, the attention gets, you get a lot more attention. And it's, What attention do we get when we're together? It's, people think, it, I mean, they're just drawn to us. They're drawn to us. And I've had several people over the last month or two come up to me and make comments like, you're glowing or like, so they can see the love and like the gratitude and the vibration that I'm in because you are emitting it. You're yeah. just putting it out there. And you know what? That triggers a lot of people. So don't let other people make comments about where you're at. Like you just give them grace because they don't get it. And then you just continue to do you. And we've all been guilty of dimming our light, but you just got to remember like you're, you've got to do it for you. You have no idea the impact that it has on so many other people when you stand sovereignly in your truth and in your voice and who you are. It's such a beautiful thing. You're actually going to make me cry because I'm going to give you some ups. I get up at 5 in the morning. You got up this morning, 6.30. You came into the room, I don't know if you even remember, with a smile on your face. That made my day. And I'm always happy. But to have someone that you're around start their day laughing because we have so much fun, you have no idea what it does for the rest of the day. Do you know? I love you. Did yes. you remember that? Yeah, because I life is so hard. It's so hard, and then you get when you're able to switch into just a place of gratitude, and the overwhelming sense of gratitude I have to be out here, to be with somebody that I love, to wake up and and get to enjoy these days with. It's been so amazing. You know, it wasn't always like that, and no. so now it's like. Man, I'm, I'm so grateful that I get to wake up and feel like this and be surrounded by the people that I have in my life. So, What percent of your life do you give to your spirit guides that help you along the way? The ones who are guiding you mm -hmm. that are beyond yeah. our imagination. Now that I'm aware of them and have been working with them really closely over the last few years, I mean, they're always guiding and helping. They, are, they play a role every day for me. They help me tune in to my gut. They, I ask for signs now, more so than I ever have before. 111, 11, 11, 11, 11. 333. Yeah. Those I, are signs. Yesterday on the them. mountain, I asked for a sign um, and then ended up talking about something to do with horses last night. It end up, ended up coming up big time. And I'm like, oh, there's the clarity. If you ask for clarity on things. Look for it. If you, ask, and, But you have to be so it. specific too. So, because some people, they don't even realize because they're – 
again, they're not in tune with what's going on. They're no. on phones. They're 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 living in not in the present. If you're if you have anxiety, you're worried about the future. If you are upset and have regret you're living in the past and most people are living in either of those two and they don't know how to actually live in the moment and just be and surrender the control of what's happening in the future your guides are there to help you make decisions to have that future outcome be the best Mm -hmm. that's in alignment with your highest timeline and they're there all the time we just have to ask for help i'll call them universal beings spirits ghosts because i love them all how many surround you at a time it's not really like i have like a council and mine really prefer to not be named sometimes. I know I have one that is Clark. And I have this other one that really looks like um, a Native American like chief. But when they show up, they don't identify who they are when they're like helping. I just know that I have one. So I have about four guides that really are with me a lot of the time. But they don't make themselves known of who it is because they've said it doesn't matter who it is. The focus is not who mm-hmm. the focus is what we're trying to show you. Yeah. So, and I have a lot of, you know, they, and they interchange too. Yeah. I call them with like the situation guides. Yeah. So it could be ancestors that are coming through. It's really whoever is needed shows up. I've got 18 of them flying around, as you know, <laughs> I'll look at them every day. But I, mine do have names. They they are situational. One helps me with certain part of my life. Others help, help me with other situations in my life. And I know who who goes with what. It's a comforting thing for me mm-hmm. to know that I have them there. Yeah. It's 100%. And it then makes you egoless to know that there's something else. Yeah. That's for me. Oh, I just got a big channel when you were saying that. And your teams were like, we had to give you this many because you were so dead set on not being here anymore. They're like, we had to bring a bunch of them to you. So you feel like you're a part of yeah, the galactic That is world. true. Yeah. I don't know if the listeners know, I don't like Earth. I, I'm definitely against Earth. I hate the societal drama that comes along with Earth. One of my spirits just came in my right ear just now. I, I like nothing about Earth. I've don't want to never wanted to be here. I knew I wasn't supposed to be here. You know, I'm I'm Syrian B and Earth was is was not my spot. Having that connection with the universe and my spirits, I now know my purpose. And that's what fulfilled me and why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. People need to have that that purpose. They do. They do. And so many people struggle to find it because it's it's just work that's not being done. And they don't know where to turn. And so you and I are really helping people to get on those paths to find, figuring out who they are, heal their traumas, align with their higher selves. I may be on earth, but you know, I'm really, I'm somewhere else, girl. <laughs> I'm floating, floating like a motherfucker. Anything else you want to say about the the spirits and the ghosts and extraterrestrial friends that are floating around in the universe? Any advice? I would just say that when you're working with spirits and entities, the intention of what you're doing and what you're calling in, yeah, be very careful with that. Positive, negative. You've got to know. And you've got to be able to set those containers. You know, if you're really wanting to connect with your spirits and your ancestors and your teams and your guides that are working with you, again, just start asking for signs and be super specific about it. If you know, if you want to see a cardinal or you want to, you know, anything numbers you be specific enough to ask for that and you'll start to see it and i do want people to, i don't fuck with with evil shit mm-hmm. 
I stay on a, a very, very high vibration with me and my spirits. Yeah. I, I do paranormal investigate and do run into that, but soulfully, you got to be on a high vibration. Because mm-hmm. you have to know, because if you start opening up these portals, anything can come through. And if you're not aware of it, you may not even be trying to call in anything negative. But if you are, there's just so many things that go on with this. You, you got to know what you're doing. In other words, be safe out there. Or work with somebody who knows what they're exactly. doing. Exactly. <laughs> Don't get freaked up out there. Thanks, Margot, girl. Thank you for having me. This is Ghost Tales with Charlie May. <laughs>